Hi friends, and welcome to the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place for you to be encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. I'm your host, Megan. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the Sheila's Purposefully podcast. I am Megan. I am the host of this podcast and the founder of Sheila's Purposefully, and I am so stoked that you're here, and I'm so excited for this episode. We are diving into Esther chapter 7, which is super um, exciting. It is such a good chapter, and I'm really excited to dive into you with it, into it with you, not into you with it, into it with you. Okay. So if you haven't been following along in the book of Esther, I'm so excited that you are jumping in now. And I want to encourage you to go back and listen to Esther chapters one through six, which we have covered so far. Um, and, um, two to listen to the book of Ruth that we studied together as well. As always, you can download the Esther study for free in the show notes. So it's a free downloadable study for you to walk through um, this podcast with or to do in your own time and study Esther with um, on the Sheila's Purposefully site, but that is in the show notes. Um, And of course, if you haven't been listening to some of our episodes, if you've missed a couple, if you just missed last week's, I want to encourage you to listen to those as well. We talked about doubting last week, which is really good. How to hear God's voice, what to do with God's no, how to put Jesus first in a secular world, a lot of really incredible topics. Um, And I'm excited that we are going through them together and I'm excited that you're here. Okay. So let's dive into the book of Esther chapter seven together. I'm going to find this in my Bible. So feel free if you want to follow along in your Bible to do just that. And if you are, maybe you're driving, maybe you're coming home from work, whatever it is, um, know that you can just listen and follow along as well. Okay, so let's read Esther chapter 7. I am reading the ESV version. Um, And when I post this Bible on Instagram, a lot of people ask where I got it. It has kind of the notes on the side, which you can see on YouTube. So I will link that in the show notes as well if you are looking for a new study kind of Bible where you can write in on the sides. Okay, so this is Esther chapter 7. It says this. So the king and Haman went into feast with Queen Esther. And on the second day, as they were drinking wine after the feast, the king again said to Esther, what is your wish, Queen Esther? It shall be granted you. And what is your request? Even to the half of my kingdom, it shall be fulfilled. Then Queen Esther answered, if I have found favor in your sight, O king, and if it please the king, let my life be granted me for my wish and my people for my request. Oh, she's so good. Okay. For we have been sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be killed, and to be annihilated. If we had been sold merely as slaves, men and women, I would not be, I would have been silent, for our affliction is not to be compared with the loss to the king. Then King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther, Who is he and where is he who has dared to do this? And Esther said, A foe and enemy, this wicked Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. And the king arose in his wrath from the wine drinking and went into the palace garden. And Haman stayed to beg for his life from Queen Esther, for he saw that harm was determined against him by the king. And the king returned from the palace garden to the place where they were drinking wine, as Haman was falling on the couch where Esther was. 
And the king said, Will he even assault the queen in my presence in my own house? As the word left the mouth of the king, they covered Haman's face. Then Harbona, one of the eunuchs in attendance on the king, said, Moreover, the gallows that Haman has prepared for Mordecai, whose word saved the king, is standing at Haman's house fifty cubits high. And the king said, Hang him on that. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he prepared for Mordecai. Then the wrath of the king abated. So that is Esther chapter 7. It is kind of like the climax of the story kind of moment where everything is coming together. If you've been following along in the book of Esther, Haman, who was at this dinner, um, was kind of the king's right-hand man, and he had essentially tricked the king into signing off on killing all of the Jews, um, primarily because of his hatred for, for the Jewish people, and especially one Jew um, who is related to Esther, who is Mordecai, who they mention here, who actually saved the king's life. So um, in the last chapter two, we saw how Haman's pride is at an all-time high. He's creating something for Mordecai to be hanged on. He thinks he has the favor of the king and of Esther. And here, everything comes crumbling down. So in this chapter, Esther finally requests to the king that he save her and her people. She reveals Haman for the wicked man that he is. At the end, Haman is hung on the gallows, the very gallows that he built for Mordecai. So here are a couple of takeaways that I had from this chapter um, and that we talk about in the She Lives Purposefully study download. The first one is to obey and let God move. This chapter speaks to, yet again in this book, the call to obey and let God do the rest. Obey the Lord and let him do the rest. You are not in charge of other people and their responses or their reactions or their decisions. You are accountable to God. Another thing is wisdom. I love here and in chapter five, Esther's wisdom in the way she approaches what's at hand. Here she begins her appeal by making it personal to someone who is personal to her. Then she ends in verse 6 with an accusation. She doesn't start with the accusation, calling out the king's right-hand man, but she starts with making a personal appeal to her husband for her own life. And I just think that the wisdom there is really incredible and something for us to really think about and pray for more wisdom so that the Lord can give us the words to say in whatever situations we need wisdom in. You know, the Lord knows the heart of the king. He knows the heart of Esther. And as a story as a whole, we see him kind of going throughout every person and their desires and everything and bringing this story together through all of that in his perfect timing. So he knows. So seek him for that wisdom because he knows exactly what to do and, and we get to seek him to be part of that. So speaking of seeking him, um, another point is seeking God before moving. Let's not forget that before she went forth to the king in the first place, Esther went to God about it. Go before the Lord before acting. He gives favor and wisdom and strength. Her choice to also keep who her people were quiet until now ended up benefiting her and her people in the end. From a glance, it seems like a choice of someone who is not bold about their faith or their people. But 
if her people were known to Haman, Haman could have approached Mordecai and killing the Jews in a different way or simply kept Esther out of the loop and manipulated the king into making her seem untrustworthy. We don't know what the situation would have been. But while it seems that revealing who she was from the get-go might have prevented the whole problem to begin with, this frightening season of the death of the Jews needed to occur for God to be able to not only save, but we'll see in the next chapter, bring revenge for his people in the next few chapters. God uses our human choices when we choose to obey him. Even if we obey him later, he redeems those decisions. Another thing that we see here is, of course, and we've seen it a lot in this book, the topic of drinking. Just like in chapter one, drinking is noted three times in chapter seven. Here, one mentioned is followed by a dumb decision on Haman's part. So that is in verse eight, I believe, and we can read that again. So the king went into the palace um, after hearing about what Haman was doing and Haman falls on the couch where Esther is sitting. And then the king comes out and says, will he even assault the queen in my presence in my own house? So he is fearful and desperate and he, you know, falls, it seems like on top of Esther. Um, if you've ever seen the movie one night with the king, I feel like that's a pretty good description or depiction of it. Um, great movie, highly recommend, but it is, it kind of tells the story of Esther. Anyway, he is making this really dumb decision and they have spent every evening basically that they're out like drinking and they're spending this evening drinking. Um, so let's never be a Haman who has no shame in verse eight. And let's be very wary, you know, drinking is not a sin, but we know in scripture that being drunk is a sin and it comes with, drinking comes with a ton of ton, 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 ton of warnings in scripture. And here is just a picture of why that is the case. So another thing, and the last thing that I want to point out from this chapter is God's attributes. Our God is in the details. Haman's downfall, like we talked about, came through the means of how he wanted to kill God's people. He is hanged on the very same gallow that he was going to hang Mordecai in. And then two, God is a God of justice. Don't make an enemy of God or his people. We see that he fights for his people, that he works behind the scenes for his people. And even when it seems like it did in the last chapter, that all hope is lost for his people, it never is. The Lord is working on behalf of his people. So that is our quick study here of Esther chapter seven. I encourage you to go read it again in your own time to dive into this book um, and this chapter specifically. It is so good and see what the Lord has to speak to you about um, it just in your own time with him as well. Don't miss this week's episode. We are going to be talking with Allison Golden and her new journal um, from Words Are Golden and the book is Words or the journal is Words Are Golden. So I'm really excited for that episode and talking about the power of words um, in all of that. So stay tuned for that and then don't miss our future studies as well. We are wrapping up with the book of Esther and I'm excited to reveal, which I won't yet, but I'm excited to reveal what our next 
um, study is going to be. I can't wait to study it with you. But friend, don't forget, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the She Lives Purposefully podcast and to leave a review about the podcast. Um, I would really appreciate that. And if you were encouraged or equipped today to share this episode with a friend of yours um, and to encourage and equip them and build them up in their walk with Christ, live for Jesus well, live purposefully, and have a fantastic rest of your day, friend.